Welcome to The Resonance, the podcast about the energy industry from Alpha Energy Group. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Alpha Energy Group podcast. I'm Jeremy Nicholson, Corporate Affairs Officer at Alpha. I'm joined for my fortnightly catch-up on the energy markets with our expert Jason Durden, Head of Energy Markets and uh, Risk Management at Alpha. Jason, I guess we should start off with gas. What's the situation looking like there at the moment? Jeremy, it's been a very difficult start to uh, the summer season, I suppose, predominantly set around uh, continued winter demand, really. So we're seeing spot prices significantly higher than those that were seen in uh, February. And this is sort of the, you know, we're now, what, second week of uh, April. While we are not short of gas, we are seeing significant demand on the system. 300 uh, MCM on the 12th, just under 300 on today, the 13th. So a relatively uh, extended winter and, uh, you know, very different to what we saw 12 months ago. Well, that's interesting because we've not really quite made the transition out of spring into summer yet by the sound of it. And what's the sort of impact of that been on power market? I know it sounds terribly British, but what's the weather been looking like? Because, of course, with so much variable renewables, wind in particular on the system, this has a huge impact on the power market, doesn't it? Yeah. So obviously, in terms of gas, gas is running around 60% of our requirement at the moment, which is uh, significant. The weather pattern that is extending over the UK that is sort of um, causing the uh, the cold weather demand is uh, high pressure. And that means it's very still. Yesterday and today, we're seeing negligible amounts of uh, wind on the system. And for a system, power generation system, that's so now heavily dependent on uh, the wind blowing and the sun shining during the summer, that is uh, a massive issue and uh, no greater issue than what we saw in the balancing market in yesterday uh, for an hour and a half or two hours yesterday evening when we saw prices that created new records for uh, balancing just shy of £2,000 an hour for a megawatt. Well, that's quite remarkable. I guess some people would say that's the market working. That's what it's supposed to do in constrained conditions. But those conditions are going to occur more frequently as we become more dependent on variable, non-dispatchable, to use the jargon, wind output, which is great when it's there and more problematic where it's not. And I guess for consumers, you might get a sort of false impression looking at the pure commodity price, which might come down some of the time. uh, But these other costs start increasing uh, in order to make sure the system's safe. Do you think that's a sort of problem going forward as far as consumers are concerned, this interaction between the the wholesale market and and the other add-on costs? Yeah, so we've seen the cost of uh, half-hourly electricity move from uh, around 80% of your bill to something approaching 35 or sub-40% of your bill. We're now also seeing some of those policy-type charges, capacity mechanism, those sorts of things. We're also seeing that sort of impact on the bill creeping into the commodity, whether it's through carbon or whether it's through possibly unintended and certainly unfixed issues created by falling out of the EU in terms of some of the auctions of, uh, of power not being harmonised and leading to super spikes in the market, particularly still days uh, such as we saw last yesterday evening. 
Well, that's an interesting phenomenon you're talking about because, of course, we're import dependent for power as well as for gas, although we export it on occasions too. And the efficiency of the trading over those links is important in terms of value for money for consumers as well as security of supply. I wonder, do I detect an element of scepticism in your voice that we've quite got those arrangements right? I mean, clearly we're out of the European Union now, or at least the GB part of the UK is for power, uh, but that doesn't mean that efficient trading isn't important. Is there an area here where perhaps Ofgem and others should be doing a bit more work? Yeah, I think so, because there are competing auction uh, platforms now within the UK for GB power, whereas there were, the market was harmonised under uh, EU regulations, which uh, is just allowing for a little bit more flux. And whilst one has to respect the marginal standby providers, wonders whether £2,000 an hour is really required to balance the system, however still the wind is in uh, the second week of uh, April. Indeed. Well, I guess that's another issue to watch for the future. Is this teething troubles in quotes with the new system or is it indicative of a problem that's going to persist unless we get this right? But of course, another area where the the UK has moved slightly away from the EU model is on emissions trading. We've got our new scheme coming in or already come in. But I think you might have some concerns there about um, the auction arrangements and whether they're optimal and what the impact of all of this might be on power prices. Well, I've seen some suggestions that we will have a fortnightly auction of relatively limited volume. I mean, we have to accept that the UK, while the second largest contributor in the old EUA system behind Germany, on its own, we are a relatively small entity. Uh, And therefore, liquidity, I suspect, if we're only having a fortnightly auction, Apart from the EU having particularly long holidays around uh, August and Christmas uh, and Easter, you tend to have certainly three to five auctions a week, on average around four uh, at the moment. To have one a fortnight, and it seems to push more reliance back into a secondary market that is already dominated by speculators. I think we talked last time about some of the largest ETFs in the US are springing up around Californian emissions trading. And that will distort the market even further and possibly push it even further away from delivering what it was intended to do uh, and causing industry a huge amount of pain in the process. I think that raises a very interesting question because defenders of markets would say you need speculators. We use that as a kind of pejorative term sometimes. We need them to provide liquidity. On the other hand, if markets are totally dominated by these players, a number of physical players in the market is limited, as it is in this case, that that can be a little bit dysfunctional, I would say. And do you think this is a an issue for both power and gas going forward? Is there a general, I hesitate to use the phrase liquidity crisis, but something emerging there for GB or UK, do you think? Certainly for power. I mean, definitely. I mean, you know, the long there is a long, long list of what's wrong with the GB power market in terms of putting uh, generators and end users together in the most efficient way. Some of those are perhaps have popped up under COVID and because of COVID, the government and the regulators are not able or not willing to respond just yet. And we have to give them the benefit of the doubt. The gas market, 
too early to tell really i mean i think the uk gas market has been particularly strong uh, for a number of years but it's now second fiddle to the ttf the volumes going through the ttf are much stronger than those going through the mbp we've certainly seen a dearth of activity and volumes over the easter period perhaps recovering a little bit yesterday but you know markets being moved by significant percentages on tiny volumes and that a further distortion of markets and where they really sit. So uh, pretty beleaguered end users at the moment. Well, thank you, Jason, for the slightly depressing word beleaguered on which to end. But on, perhaps uh, on a more positive side, you know, we are seeing the end of the spring period and beginning of summer. So uh, maybe conditions will ease a little bit there physically as, as well as in energy terms. So thank you for your insights as ever. I hope you found that interesting. If you'd like to find out more, please visit our website, alphaenergygroup.com forward slash UK. And we look forward to you joining us for a podcast again soon.